Hello, and welcome to Real Life Real Estate Real Deal. I am Steph Sellen, the host of this podcast. This is my very first podcast. Um, so forgive me now for any mistakes that may happen. I, uh, I'm doing this in my bedroom, if I'm being completely honest. Um, upstairs, uh, I have six kids, three large dogs, three birds, and my house is just absolutely nuts. So hopefully I can get through this uninterrupted <laughs> and with this little um, chaos as possible, but I make no promises. So um, again, my name is Steph Sellen. I am doing this podcast for several reasons. I've always wanted to do a podcast. Um, for years, people have told me that um, I should have a YouTube channel because like our, our life is just crazy. Our kids are crazy. Um, we are super busy and it's, it, it's nuts. So a lot of people have told me we should have a YouTube channel. Um, people have told me I should write a book. I don't have time to write a book. I honestly don't have time to do a YouTube channel. Even if I wanted to do a YouTube channel, uh, a couple of my kids would not do it. My husband uh, would not do it. And I'd probably get arrested. So I figure um, just sharing the stories through this podcast will will be good enough. Um, and then I'm also in uh, real estate. I've been in real estate for six going on seven years. Um, absolutely love it. But it's crazy as hell. Like real estate is nuts. Um, the things we see, the things we go through. Um it's just, it's crazy. I think any realtor, honestly, any realtor could do a podcast and, or write a book and it would be a number one hit because just the stuff is crazy and you wouldn't believe it. I mean, like a real, like I'm thinking reality TV, the, the ones you see on TV are not real. Those are not real at all. You don't, you don't give a buyer three houses to see and have them pick one. Like that's not real, like real stories. Um, and then being a mom, with trying to have a career and and juggling everything between your home life, your marriage, your career, just everything. Like it it's a lot. Um, but it's awesome and and it's crazy and it's fun. So I thought I could share that with you. Whether you're looking into getting real estate, maybe you are in real estate, maybe you're a mom who's wanting to start a career, maybe not real estate, just just something to start. Um I thought that this would be a, a great place to kind of sound off, share my story, my experiences, and uh, see what happens. So here we are. Um, but again, this is not perfect. I am I am no professional podcaster. I, no, I'm nobody. <laughs> I really am nobody. Um, so don't expect greatness, okay? <laughs> just, just being honest. So um, I just wanted to introduce myself and uh, my family and kind of give you a little glimpse as to what you can expect um, in this podcast. I would like to do a new episode every week. Um, I'm hoping I can stick to that. Life is crazy. Life is busy. And when summer comes, I'm scared I might not be able to. So please show me some grace and mercy if I'm not able to do it once a week. But I would like to. Um, so, uh, I have six kids. Okay. Let's start there. Cause that's like, I think one of the biggest things about, about me and what I do and how I do it. Um, my oldest is 17. Her name's Jaden. She's going to graduate this year. Like what? How can I have a child that is going to graduate? That makes 
zero sense to me but she is she's she's gonna graduate this year um Jaden never really got into sports she did gymnastics a little bit when she was growing up tried volleyball um but since she's been able to work since she was 15 she's worked um she's even held two jobs at a time like she's she's a good she's a sweetheart she's a good kid um but she has like no life goals yet no no career plans it's like Jaden you're you're a senior like we need to start thinking about this but then again, it's kind of crazy to have a 17-year-old pick the career that they want to do for the rest of their lives. Like, look at me. I've been in real estate for a couple of years now. It took me like 32 years to get my shit together. <laughs> it's crazy to put that on a 17-year-old. Um, so we're kind of going through all of that with her, um, trying to figure out what her next step is going to be. And yeah, so that's Jaden. She's seven. Like I said, she's 17. Then we have Brody, who's 15. He is a uh, sports athlete that's that's what he lives and breathes for baseball and football um like i said when summer comes we're gonna be busy because he'll be in baseball he'll be on like three or four different teams um and he plays like he already has practice going on now for high school ball so um our baseball season starts in january and it doesn't end till october so it's just it's crazy um but he's a uh, his dedication and and drive and motivation with sports is it's it's inspiring to me. It really is because he just he puts everything into it, and uh, he doesn't really compare himself to others. He just wants to be better than himself, and uh, he's 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 a he's a big motivation for me just because of his his drive and stuff. And then we have Haley. Haley is thirteen. She is a spitfire. Uh, if it enters her mind, it comes out her mouth, and that really sucks. Um, especially like when when I have to take her on showings and stuff, which I've learned my lesson, and I really try not to, <laughs> to take her on showings. I had one showing um, that she went with me. She was a little bit younger, and we walked into this living room, and it was a huge living room with like big, long, drapey curtains, and it it, it was kind of weird. But she, <laughs> we walked in there with the buyers, and she's like, "Ew, this place looks like where they keep dead people." Like, she meant, like, a funeral home, because uh, 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 it definitely gave off that vibe. I'm like, oh, my God, Haley. <laughs> so that's her. If it enters her mind, it comes out her mouth. You don't ask her questions. You don't want the answers to. Um, she actually, she has a rare syndrome. She was born with it. It's called Cruzon syndrome. It's where the the skull, the her skull, like, grew together prematurely. The bones in her face are a little distorted. Um, so when she was born... She had lots of surgeries. We pretty much, we didn't live at Children's Hospital, but we were there quite often her first three years of her life. Um, we were really worried about her having uh, mental handicaps because, you know, the brain, brain pressure, all that. But the, she's amazing. She's a high honor roll student. She's quick as a whip. She's she's smarter than I am, like, not going to lie. She's a... She's amazing. So, except her mouth. Her mouth sucks. But everything else, she's amazing. And then we have Kaysen. Um, Kaysen is following right in Brody's footsteps as far as sports goes. Um, I feel like Kaysen may be a better athlete than Brody, and that sounds crazy. But he's had Brody to, like, kind of teach him and, and be a role model for. And he's also into baseball, football. Um, but he's, he's, out of all of our kids, he's the most high-strung this kid doesn't sit still he doesn't know slow like even at parent teacher conferences forever 
he's in third grade now, but every year it's, he just needs to slow down. He has to be the first. He's always running. He needs to slow down. Like that is Kaysen. Balls to the wall, 100%, thousand miles an hour. He's nuts. Then we have Ryder. He's five. That kid is a blessing. He is, oh my God, he is so funny. He, he lives to make you happy. Like that, that's, that, that's his whole goal in life is to, to make people laugh and make them happy. Um, I, I can't even put into words how, how cool he is. Like he's just, he's a crazy cool kid. Then we have Mr. Miles. He's our youngest. He's three. Um, he's, he's a bit crazy, but he has to be, he's, he's the baby of six. Like he has to be crazy to be heard. <laughs> and, and he is, um, this was the, the last year was the first year. It was just me and him because Ryder started school. Um, so he's my real estate buddy he has to go on all the showings with me all the appointments with me and he hates it he he hates it Kaysen used to have to do that um and Kaysen was a awesome real estate buddy like he would just go and sit and let me talk to people and if I had an iPad or something he'd play on it but if not he'd just sit there and be quiet and just chill because he grew up doing it when Miles was a baby he it was during COVID so I, never, I couldn't take him anywhere so he is He's not good for real estate at all. He whines and complains and it's, it's awful. Um, but he's a pretty cool kid. He's a, he's a talker. He, he loves to talk. So that's my, those are my children. Um, I've been married to Dustin, I think 17 years now. We've been together 20 plus years. Um, we have a Dan and Roseanne type of relationship. We love through sarcasm and insults. <laughs> There's... There's no lovey-dovey. There's no public displays of affection. <laughs> it is a very tough love. I'll I'll categorize it and summarize it as that. But uh, I I don't think anybody else could put up with me to be honest. So, <laughs> and we we joke all the time. I tell him um, I will never divorce you because I don't want to see you happy. <laughs> You're stuck with me forever. So, um, that's. That's kind of my family in a nutshell. Um, so another part of this podcast is obviously going to be real estate. It's my life. It's it's my career. It's it's what I do besides being a mom. Um, but before real estate, like just to kind of lead you up to how I got into real estate, um, I used to work at a dealership in the body shop accounting office, and I loved it. I, I really liked working there. That's when we were just. Um, just moving in together, just kind of starting out, getting married, all that stuff. But then once Haley was born and uh, we discovered she had the syndrome and I was going to need lots of surgeries and lots of care, um, I quit and I just became a stay-at-home mom. And I did that for about 10 years and I loved it. Like that was, I felt like I shined <laughs> as a, as a stay-at-home mom. I did all the the PTA went to all of the, um, like the parties they had at school. Um, I do special things with them all the time. Oh, sorry. Um, so it was just a lot of hands-on being a mom, but I lacked the fulfillment of more, like financially more. Like I remember I couldn't, I never went and bought new clothes, new shoes, never got my hair done never did anything because I, we, we couldn't afford it. We we were just living off of Dustin's income and it drove me nuts. So I 
first started dabbling in direct sales. And I mean, that was fine. It got me a couple bucks here and there, but it drove me nuts because all I was doing was making other people money. Like the, the business I worked for, the companies I worked for, like I was making them a shit ton of money and I'm not getting much back in return. <laughs> and I realized that that's not for me. I need something that's more for me. Like I'm putting money in my pocket, not somebody else's. And uh, one of my friends invited me to one of those paint and sip parties, you know, where you drink wine and learn how to paint. Yeah, I did two of those. And after that, I was like, hey, I can do this. I can teach people how to paint. I never painted a day in my life. But after going to two of those classes, I was like, I can do this. So one summer, I watched YouTube videos and taught myself how to paint and started up my own little business called Painting on the Rocks where I taught people how to paint, which I, honestly, I was like a huge con artist because I never painted before. I never took any schooling, any classes, nothing. But here I am, pay me 30 bucks and I'll teach you how to paint a, this this picture, which it, I did. It worked. I had great reviews. Um, I had full classes. Like, I mean, it, it worked, but I wasn't passionate about it at all because I wasn't a painter. I didn't give a shit about painting. So, um, I'm doing that for three years and I was, and you know, I will say this, it was cool, like teaching adults how to paint and get drunk and stuff. That was fun. But what I liked the most is the kids. I, I ended up doing paintings with kids. I ended up doing paintings with, uh, it was called mommy and me where babies like handprints and footprints and fingerprints ended up being part of the painting. Like that, that part was cool. That was probably my, my favorite part. But like I said, after three years, I'm like, this is just, it's not a career, it's a hobby. And I'm not passionate about it. I don't, I don't care about painting <laughs> at all. So I, um, I kind of went back to the drawing board. I'm like, I need something. I need something more. I want something that I can feel good about that, um, we could, I could bring in some money. Um, cause by that time, I think I was just, we had four kids. No, we still only had three. Um, I think. Yeah. Um, but I wanted, I wanted something more. And Dustin was the one that suggested real estate. And I'm like, I could never be a realtor. Are you serious? Like, those are fancy people. I'm not fancy. I am a jeans and hoodie kind of person. I'm a flip-flop person. If I can't wear flip-flops, I ain't doing it. And um, so, but it was still in my mind, like, hmm wonder if I could so like I researched it a little bit and a friend of mine like just had just gotten into real estate a year ago so I was like I'll call her and see what she thinks so I gave her a call and um one of the things that she said that kind of turned me on to it was um stuff I can't sell a pencil to a teacher but I can do real estate because it's not about selling it's about helping people and after that I I was like okay I think I think this is what I want to do. And it could become lucrative. So um, I paid for my lessons and my courses. And I think most realtors, they say it takes about six months to complete the courses. I hit the books hard and I, I did it like it was my job. I studied like eight to 10 days an hour and I was done uh, within about two months. And then I took the test and they warn you that the test is hard, that um, most fail um, so I didn't even tell anybody I was taking the test because I was planning to fail. Like I'm not a test taker to begin with. 
And if most people feel anyways, like I'm definitely going to fail. Um, but somehow I passed my first test and I don't even, it's probably because I was, I'm a horrible test taker and it's a, it's a tricky test. So it probably worked in my favor, but, um, yeah, so I passed. And one of the first things when, when you're real, when you get your license, you have to pick a broker to hang your license at. So, so like there's just a real estate agent, which is what I am. And then if you take more schooling and more classes, you can become a broker. And that's like, not technically your boss because you don't have bosses, but that's who like oversees you and, and is supposed to like help you along the way. So you had to pick a broker. And so I looked into some local brokers. And so the way you get paid in real estate, just real quick, say there's a transaction that's $100,000. That seller is going to pay 6%. So they're going to pay like $6,000. So that listing agent, they'll get 3% and a, the whoever brings the buyer gets 3%. Typically, this is just typical standard. There's a thousand different things that go into play. I'm just, just trying to give you an idea. So you'd get 3% if you brought the buyer. So that's like $3,000, right? Well, then you have to pay your broker. And a lot of brokers around here will keep 50%. And then you get 50%. So it's like the, the, the pie gets cut quite a few times before you get your proceeds. So that was one of the biggest things for me was... I want as much money as I can get, and I want a broker that's going to train me. I want I want the training because I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Um, so like the local brokers around here, they have no training, and they wanted to keep like seventy percent and only give me thirty percent. No, that ain't gonna work for me. So I ended up going with Howard Hanna at first because they had a really good training program. Um, but you had to go to Pittsburgh. The um, it was a training program for a month, and um, so I I did that, but. I was a bit disappointed afterwards because they didn't really teach you the meats and potatoes of being an agent. They taught you like the glam and like open houses and, and showing people houses. And they wanted you to use their title company and um, their loan officer. And it was about all their products. Um, so it didn't really help me out a whole lot, to be honest. And then when I came, when I was ready... At first, I was in um, an office in Grove City, which was like an hour away, and it was stupid. So then I transferred to the Warren office, which is a franchise office, and I had no support. I had my broker, my real broker. I only met her twice in the three years I was there. Um, I, The ideas I had, like people were feeding off of my ideas and my stuff, but I wasn't getting anything back in return. I was like a fish flopping in water. I think my first year I had like three deals. Like it was crazy. Um, so then a friend of mine that I did the Howard Hanna training with, she found out about EXP. She joined EXP. She told me, you need to join EXP. Took me a while to jump the ship. But once I did, oh, I am. I love it. It's it's the best. I get the best training, the best support. Um, it's amazing. So the first three years of my real estate career, I feel like shouldn't count because I didn't I didn't know what I was doing I had I had no help and no support and I've been with EXP now for four years while I'm going on my fourth and it's just it's a night and day difference so that's where I'm at now um I believe uh every year since I've joined EXP I've almost doubled my business which is amazing I now I'm getting agents under me that want me to train them and me help them 
which is awesome. Like I love my job. I, I love helping people buy and sell houses, but getting to help other realtors build their career. That is so cool. Um, so I get to do that. I'm in two different boards for realtors. I'm in the Warren County Board of Realtors, where this year I'll be serving as the president. And um, I'm also in the Allegheny Valley Board of Realtors, which is more of your like Crawford, uh, other counties in our in our state. Excuse me, I'll take a drink. Um, and I'll be serving as their secretary this year. <laughs> So yeah, I'm 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 in a lot. I have a lot of goals for this year. Um, I have some really exciting news this year, both uh, personally and and business wise. And um, I'm excited to share it with everybody um, with this podcast and and see where this podcast goes. I'm I'm pretty excited for it. I I do have guests lined up that want to be a part of my podcast already. Um, my kids want to be a part of the podcast. So. Um, I'm I'm pretty excited about it. I'm 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 really excited about this year. I think that in 2023, it was a it was like struggling. It was hard. Um, 2023 was especially hard because the interest rates were going up in real estate. So you'd have buyers that were qualified. You you spent months taking them out, looking at houses. They'd write offers, and you know it's a competitive market. They'd write offers and want to get accepted and then you finally get an offer accepted they go through the whole loan process and at the end because the interest rates went up they either can't afford as much or the lender is tightening their belt on stuff and they get denied they they, they, they they're not able to get the house so you don't get paid like you you spend days with these people showing them houses and helping them and and hours writing offers and going through the paperwork and then, and then getting through the whole process up until they get the keys and you're, you're denied. So they don't get a house and you don't get paid. Like that sucks. Don't get me wrong. I love my job. I love helping people. I love the whole process, but love doesn't put food on my table. And when you have deal after deal after deal fall apart, it's not your fault. It's not your buyer's fault. It's not your seller's fault. It's nobody's fault. It, it's the economy. And, and you don't have anything to to go back and say, here, look, I did all this work and I, I get paid because you don't. And you just got to brush it off and go on to the next one. And after that happens so many times, it's hard to brush it off. It's like, what am I doing? What is the point? I'm taking time away from my family to do this and, and I'm not giving them anything back in return. Like, it is awful. What? <laughs> Can I get you a new shirt? I'm almost done. Okay. What's your name? Ryder. And this is the five-year-old that everybody loves. Hold on, buddy. I'll, I'll get it in a minute. So, um, yeah. So, 2023 was definitely a struggle. Because I thought they might want to know who's talking in the background. 2023 was definitely a struggle. I say 2023 was about surviving. 2024 is going to be about thriving and uh that's that's kind of where I'm at and and I I want you guys to 
to follow along, I'm I'm going to be real honest. So I'll tell you my plans, and then they probably won't work, and I'll probably fail on them. But that's okay because I'm really good at failing. <laughs> but then I'm really good at at picking myself up and and uh, trying to figure other things out. So I have lots of that stuff planned. I already had the first episode kind of planned out, and I hope that gets posted in the next week or so. You want to tell them something? You want to tell them something? Yes. Okay, go. I'm going to tell them a couple of things. Okay, go for it. Go ahead. Where? They hear you. You're good. Hi, my name is Ryder. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm a five-year-old. Careful. And I go and pre-key count. Pre-key count, yes, you do. And my and my teacher's name is and. Mr. Stevens. Mrs. Stevens. Yeah. yeah. Mrs. Stevens. <clears throat> and. <coughs> oh. <coughs> Cover your mouth. Miss Smith. And my downstairs teachers in the square lot. And, uh. Mrs. Forsmanolek. Yeah. And, uh. He's gonna steal the show. Hurry up. And, uh. Yeah. I go in the bus when I go home. And I sit with my brother. On the bus? Yeah. 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 And I sit with my brother on the bus. And that's it. That's it? Yeah. Good job, Ryder. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that that was Ryder, which I do I do hope you get to hear. And, and we call that bus driver just bus driver. You call her bus driver? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so. You're sure that, hold on, bud. That's it. I'm going to stop there because I don't know how long they'll be up here. So um, I hope you are um, interested and you listen and uh, stay tuned for the next episode. I got some uh, pretty exciting news to to kind of spill, but that's it. Thanks for choosing in or choosing in. Thanks for listening in. Again, this is Steph Sellen and this podcast is called Real Life Real Estate Real Estate. Stop.